You are now entering the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. And welcome to episode 67. 68. 68 of 49. <laughs> that's, that's next week. We can that's next week. Yes. And, uh, I thought we were counting. Sorry. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And uh, I've been considering my New Year's resolution, but it might be a, wa- a waste of time because the United Nations has failed to respond to the previous ones I've passed. Another year without sanctions on Michael Bay. <laughs> I would, I would assume maybe that'll be funnier thought. next year. <laughs> he did bring in Megan Fox. Yeah, there's that. There's that. Yeah, I don't have anything more than that. Well, thank you for that. So anyway, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Oh, I thought that was the ending credits. Sorry. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, we're just going to run it. Oh, I don't know, and leave it at that one, Josh. So this week we are talking about the New Year, New Year parties specifically, and uh, what we did when we were kids. And what things have happened since then with the <laughs> advent of children in our lives? And do you want to go out and do you want to stay home? And Well, if we like to invite people over, we got to clean and shit like that. It's always much more exciting than Mike is making it out to be. Yeah, it is totally. Mike, <laughs> my life is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the entire second half of the show, when we get to Mike's, it's just going to be weeping softly. <laughs> I'm in bed, Mike, did you bed. watch the sheets? <laughs> I went, no, go get the towel. Wait, what? <laughs> so, I hope you're not looking for me for direction on this. I spent the whole uh, Christmas weekend with my in-laws, so I'm kind of fried. Well, if you'd like to find some direction, you can always find us on Musings of a Geek <laughs> Podcast Network. <laughs> Just shoehorns those segues in there, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> among such shows is Sad Robot Radio, The Culture Babble Podcast, Hard to Swallow, The Q from Hell, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks, and That'll Play. He's about as subtle as a sheet rocker. That's true. <laughs> what do you need a sheet rocker for? So anyway, yeah, if you're... Uh, would like to do we have any voicemails this week we do Uh, uh, anyone would like to leave us one of those they can always call us at 708 now wrap at 708-669-9727 yes and call and you we'll play you on the air and comment on your comments so and mock you where else can they find us well they can find us on twitter at at 40 go 14 they can find us on facebook just look for 40 going on 14 and our home on the web 40 go 14.com and Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio. Exactly. All right, we do have a voicemail. It's dot com. <laughs> uh, it is a, a wish for happy holidays. Ooh. Hey, Mike, Pat, Joel, and Josh. Just wanted to wish you and your families a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and say thank you for this great year of podcasting that you've done. Can't wait till next year. Peace out. Aw, that was nice. Always happy to hear from Nikki. 
Is it Christmas there too? Yes, yes there's Christmas there too. And Boxing Day. Boxing Day. And How do she- they know it's Christmas? <laughs> they, they have a song. <laughs> I don't think that one's about New Zealand. Uh, well, thank you, Nikki. Merry Christmas to you too, and thank yes. you for the uh, for the thumbs up on the calls and all the other stuff that you've done over the years. Year. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever make it to New Zealand, we will all give you a hug. You we, think they'll let do. us in? Uh, maybe. They're pretty strict down there. To kick us with the big boot. <laughs> I think that's Australia. Oh, yeah, that's right. See, making friends all over the place. That's us. They're actually <laughs> never different pl- again. <laughs> so, uh, you know what time it is, Josh? Is it about that time? It is about that time. This week in music, movies, and TV. <laughs> every time it gets me every time yeah that one was particularly good yeah, yeah that was a good one good timing Thanks. so uh this weekend 1986 where the two oldest of us were 14 that would be me and patrick so this weekend 1986 music the number one song is walk like an egyptian by the bangles in the middle of a four yay. what more, more yay <laughs> middle of a four week pose walk at the top on January third, nineteen eighty seven, the rock and There's roll a period there. There is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two separate thoughts. Oh, thought it was a seven. He'll colon. read anything that's there, but he'll just ignore the. Uh, <laughs> the I'll ignore punctuation periods. completely. <laughs> By the Bengals in a yes. mo- in the middle of a four week pose walk at the top. Period. On January third, nineteen eighty seven, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducts. I don't know, because Josh is typing and his name covered up the words. <laughs> <laughs> the first female artist. Any guesses? All right. Any uh, guesses, anyone? I'm going to go with Tina Turner. Uh, nope. Aretha Franklin. This, that's the correct uh, I'm going to go with... You need to guess. We uh, have the answer already. No more <laughs> you don't have to Elton guess. John. No more callers. Ooh, close. Elton John. Hi. Close. <clears throat> All right. And December 30th, 1986, Ellie Goulding, English singer-songwriter, is born. Who is that? Oh, there's more. She's saying Anything Could Happen, which was a moderate commercial success, peaking at number 47 on the Billboard Hot 100 and topped at the Hot Dance Club Songs chart. That was this year, actually. Oh, okay. Really? Yep. I would try and find that, but I'm just going to get a goddamn uh, Amazon ad. It's not that good of a song anyway. Don't bother. Okay, cool. Am I out of touch? No. It's the children who are wrong. All right, so movies. Platoon is the number one movie in the land, knocking, uh-oh, acronym of the week, TGC. Uh, actually, I thought the acronym of the week was t- further down. I, oh. I have nothing for this one. Uh, the Great Cocoon. <laughs> the ginormous... <laughs> <laughs> I, the TGC? No one? The Great Transformer Gobot Cock? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that porn. No, this was the Golden Child. Oh. Oh. There wa- are actually two acronyms this week, so oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I was missed wait- this one. I was waiting for Joel to go into his Eddie Murphy impersonation, but I'm kind of glad. So, uh, Sid and Nancy, an amazing movie. <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> and- what the hell was no, that? That was, that was the guy from Re- Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. And uh, Witchboard. And I'm making waffles. <laughs> and Witchboard both debut on December 30th, 1986. Witchboard. Have I seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. Of course I've seen that. It's terrible. I don't think anybody saw that. I saw that. He was the one. <laughs> yeah, that was me. They made it for me. And this year, actually, um, another Ouija board movie came out. It was called Ouija. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh, Dwight Taylor died December 31st, 1986 in Woodland Hills, California. He was an American author, playwright, and film and television screenwriter. What did he write? 
nothing of significance. Oh, well. But he did work. We're sorry. <laughs> he was one, of those, a big one of those guys that you don't really hear about that puts out the shows that get canceled after like three or four episodes or whatever. He just kind of barely trudged along in life, you know, in Hollywood. Did he do Auto Man? No. Oh. Like Joss Sweet. No, he did He did Transformers Go Botcock. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. only made it for one season. <laughs> All right. TV, The Triumvirate Reigns Supreme. Family Ties, Cosby Show, and... Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. yeah. Search for Tomorrow, American Soap Opera, ends on December 26, 1986, after debuting in 1951. That's big. That's huge. At the time of its final broadcast, it was the longest-running non-news program on television. This record would later be broken by HHOF. Yes, that's Halloween Hats of Frankenstein. (laughs) 40 years of different hats... Worn by Frankenstein <laughs> for the annual holiday. Uh, they were a simpler people back then. <laughs> yes. Oh, look, this one's got a feather, George. Yamaka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the Hallmark Hall of Fame. Uh, huh? Yeah. Fedora. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Fitted baseball cap. <laughs> This is going to go on. stretch that to half an hour. I'll it's going to go to the... It's going to be all show. Yep. All right. All right uh, which premiered on Christmas Eve 1951 and still airs occasionally. What was that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> in other news, I'm just... I don't even want to know. In other news, I'm Ron Burgundy, the 15th... <laughs> what the fuck? If you put it in the show that. notes, he will He did not it. just do that. He did it. I did it. He did, <laughs> he did that intentionally. <laughs> I'm not going to pass on a joke that, that good. Oh, my God. Oh. In other How news, the fifth. been in there? I put it in originally. I, I typed it out everything. Uh, <laughs> anyway. When I saw the page break was right there, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Or the the uh, 15th annual New Year's Rockin' Eve specials airs on ABC on December 31st with appearances by the Bangles, the Commodores, the Jets, Barry Manilow, Miami Sound Machine, and Smokey Robinson. And it was like the most awkward silence in the back room of any group of people <laughs> except for barry manilow he's chatting it up i don't know that's that actually sounds kind of awesome it's, well, like, yeah. it's like highs and lows right there bangles jay commodore jay jets, jets eh? what barry, barry manilow hey miami sound machine smoky robinson yay <laughs> so. together <clears throat> Yeah, they, put buffer, on, they put buffer bands in between the good ones. Yeah. So, uh, sport. December 28th and the 75th Davis Cup, Australia beats Sweden in Melbourne 3-2. to Helped by Pat Davis, the 412th ranked tennis player in the world. There you go. That's all we have on that. On January 3rd, tennis player champ Mats Willander weds model Sonia Mulholland in South Africa. Thomas Andrew Tom Huddlestone is an English professional footballer who plays as a midfielder for Hull City and the England national team and was born December 28th, 1986. And he's also Loki. <laughs> no, it's a different I see what you did there. Yeah. I, I like how they, they bothered to give him the nickname Tom. Like, they're not real creative with their nicknames. Of, My name's Thomas. Well, we're going to call you Tom. My name's Tom. They call me Hubert for short. (laughs) Can't call him Tom. We've got three Toms already. (laughs) This week is over. (laughs) (laughs) That was this weekend. All right. So the main main show, New Year's Eve. Kids, what were you? you, What did you do when you were a kid? When New Year's (laughs) Eve? (laughs) Uh, I mostly slept. Mostly slept. Oh, I tried. 
I have all my life. I've always been a late night person, so I've always stayed up for New Year's Eve until I started getting old, and then I started falling asleep because I, like I cared a lot less. I'm trying to think because I don't think my parents ever really threw a New Year's party or really had one. I guess we had stuff throughout the day to celebrate the fact that it was another holiday. I guess we stayed up a little later, but I, I don't recall New Year's Eve being a big deal till I got uh, like high school and college. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I was like, we we would try to stay up. You know, it's like we'd go through the whole evening, we'd get hors d'oeuvres or whatever. I remember that my mom would always make, like, surf and turf for us that night on New Year's Eve. we have steak and lobster or steak and uh, shrimp or something like that. And, nice. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was a reason, it's, you know, and we would dress up, put on some nice clothes, and um, she would cook. And uh, one occasion, set her arm on fire with a candle on the table. And that was fun. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I, I was waiting for there. something. When you said dress up, I had hoped you were talking about funny costumes that you thought everybody used. No, but. no. No, we dressed in like, put on a nice sweater, <laughs> and, you know, we it kind of made it fancy, you know, and then... Dress up in the latest Frankenstein hat. Mm. Yes. Bowler. Tux- <laughs> All in tuxedos wearing different hats. And mom's on fire. Yeah. Derby. My, you know, my fire mother has, she's got, a, she's got a thing with setting herself on fire accidentally. She does. Who doesn't? That's, well, you know, she, it's one of those where she had on like the sweater, but I don't know what it's called. It's kind of fuzzy-ish. It's not, it's not like just yarn. It's like kind of well, cashmere. And she reached across the table to put something on there and her arm got too close to the candle and the cashmere went up. And he had that little, and her arms on fire, and the whole, the whole table, ever, all, all four of us just kind of sat there and went, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> mom's like, on fire again. Yeah, mom's on Must fire be New again. Year's. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, Matthew's like, up that there. happened at RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> she did, it, she did it again with a toaster, where she reached across. We had one of those four slot toasters, and the last piece of toast was popped up on the on the opposite side, and she reached across with a cashmere sweater on her arm up again. She had a thing. Why is your mother wearing cashmere all the time? I don't know. <laughs> Because she likes to be soft, I guess. No, these are just two. Apparently, she just doesn't know how to stay away from fire while she's wearing cashmere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just got this image of your mom by the toaster. Her arm goes up, and you and Matthew are like, three, two, one, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> Mom's Shut up, fire. it's President's Here's Day. <laughs> no, no, we would, we would, we would try to stay up, you know. Matthew would fall asleep, stay up, watch the ball drop, and then go to bed. And we would have actually the, the big thing was the family had a big New Year's Day party where we'd go to like our aunt or, aunt or uncle's house or grandma and grandpa's house, and there would be a big old party there for the New Year's Day. But uh, I'm like you, Josh, we didn't really do too much for the you know, hooray, it's New Year's Eve. We'd get the party poppers and that sort of thing, but uh, nothing too special. Joel, what did you you had? The, you were on the rich side of town, man. I'm sure you had like a whole catered event. <laughs> What'd you do after you ate your Who's beef? Who's wearing cashmere? Uh, not me. <laughs> he doesn't want to go yeah, up in flames. But are you kidding? You were cashmere in this house. You're in fire. <laughs> Apparently so. Um, okay. So anyway, uh, for me, it uh, we usually spend it with the neighbor uh, next door, her and her two daughters, and then my mom and I. I like and she'd always make hors d'oeuvres. What's that? I like where this is going. Yeah. I've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so we'd go over there and we'd um, uh, she'd have hors d'oeuvres and I remember the one thing she always had was um, like the Carl Budig meats, like ham. It was a ham with cream cheese in the middle with a a, a, um, a toothpick through it, and I was always like, "Those are yummy." Yeah, um, I made those this year for Christmas. Yeah, mm. I've not had them in a long time. Oh, so good. I just stood over the plate eating them. <laughs> and well, yeah, that's probably part of the reason. Yet another reason why I was fat. Um, and then there'd be, you know, crackers and stuff. And I remember we'd stay there for quite a while, but um, I don't know. It seemed 
to me that I usually made it till midnight and my mom, a lot of times I think would go home early and I would just stay there and then just walk over because, you know, we had a little back, could walk across the back to the other house and it was just a, like, like 30 a, feet. Like a bridge? No. Um, it was a rainbow bridge. Anyway... And I remember counting down and the, the big tradition that, that they used to do, which I still do to this day, is as soon as it's New Year's, I would open the front door and let the New Year in. That's the thing. Even when I've been into your house, Mike, every year, is if you don't hadn't noticed, I go to your front door and open it as after New Year. Oh, I just thought you were I angry. I think you do that. Otherwise, you'd be stuck in time. <laughs> My house is an anomaly now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. I forgot to open the door. New Year's traditions. 2014. Anybody got traditions that you that your family did when you were growing up? I know that uh, frequently there were certain snacks that we only had or only made on New Year's. Like uh, the first time and uh, I ever had pickled herring was for New Year's, and I don't know why. That we. The pickled herring is a thing in our family, too. Apparently, I don't know why you eat. would have pickled herring either. Well, you have pickled herring. You're supposed to eat it at New Year's so that way you have money for the next year. That was, huh. that was Don't a, spend the money on the pickled herring. Then <coughs> we'll have that money anyway. And you won't it's have actually herring. pretty good. It is pretty tasty. I like the in the vinegar instead of the cream. They have like a yeah. cream one. I like the vinegar, I'm with vinegar you. style. But this this in my family goes back all the way to like my great-grandmother who would like force my mom to eat the pickled herring. Eat the herring. Otherwise, that, you'll be broke. Bush thing? It might be. Yeah, but I'm Irish. So it's I don't know. Maybe that's we why got... I'm, That's why I'm curious why you didn't do the Irish thing, which is what my family did, which is uh, corned beef and black-eyed peas. Uh, you know, I think we might have picked it up from our neighbor. Because where I grew up, uh, anyone in the neighborhood who wasn't Hispanic was Polish. So maybe it was something we picked up from our neighbors. Yeah, because they and dropped it. Because, because the yes. Irish tradition, the Irish tradition is black-eyed peas and corned beef and cab corned beef and cabbage and black-eyed peas on hmm. New Year's. There was also an appetizer slash hors d'oeuvre, which I was taught to make fairly early. And I haven't made it in years, but it was basically almost kind of an appetizer pizza where the crust was rolled out croissant dough. And then the cheese slash sauce was a combination of uh, ranch dressing, uh, the powdered stuff, cream cheese, and a little bit of sour cream, and that was just topped with random vegetables, usually like broccoli, carrot, whatever. Oh, that sounds good. Good stuff. Yeah, we would do the the herring thing. We still do the herring thing now. You got to have the herring. Got to eat the herring. So otherwise, you get your money for next year. And there's a, another thing that you do. You're supposed to take um, like a dollar coin or a fifty cent piece or something like that, and you go out front and you put it underneath the uh, the uh, front mat. And then the next morning, you're supposed to go and get the coin out from underneath the mat. And that's another thing that's supposed to make you have money. Which I think we should stop doing at least one of them because I think it's reversing it. <laughs> like, I really think that maybe we're we're doing two of them, and I think it's just like making us have money, and then it's reversing it. We're we're confusing the polarity. So <laughs> you wave at the cur- turkey carcass while you're out there putting the money under the yeah. We call him Francine this year. <laughs> How about Dick Clark? Did you watch anything cool on TV? Did Dick Clark watch anything cool on TV? Well, no, he was on TV. I'm sure he wasn't he watching used anything. To. Did you watch Dick Clark? <laughs> I watched Dick Clark. We always now. had Dick Clark on. Yeah, like you kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, was there – I know now there are like three or four competing different uh, New Year shows. But back in the day, wasn't it pretty much just Dick Clark? Yeah. Yep. Nobody yep. else to watch. Because Well, I mean, if you've got – like Pat had on the this weekend, you know, you've got the Bangles, the Commodores, Manilow, and Smokey Robinson playing. You want to see that now? It's there's a lot of Black competition. Black and, and Kenny yeah. Shelton, Blake Shelton, and Kenny Chesney, and people I have no desire to watch. So I'm not going to bother tuning in to watch Lady Gaga sing a New Year's song. Yeah, because we learned Lady how Gaga. we learned how well her Christmas songs go from the last show. 
And we've already learned about Pat likes it. For her. <laughs> yeah. But now, well, let's say not not so much now. Well, before we get into what we're watching now, I know it was I'm trying to remember what year. No, we were in this house, so it was after 2000. So we'll wait for that. All right. Well, I know we did some uh, New Year's celebrations uh, after we all met back in the uh, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Well, we had the one where we were at the uh, at my apartment where we had the that was at the night that everybody had to stay over. Uh-huh. I know that I was, remember staying over. No, there was one party where everybody stayed over because it was like we got like 18 feet of snow the next day, and Dennis and I had to walk down to the uh, to the hardware store and buy a shovel because nobody could get out. I don't think I was there for that one. No. Yeah, I don't think I was either. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember. Oh, you know, it was like Dennis and his girlfriend at the time, and then Jay and Amanda, and of course me and Suzanne, and we had the king size size bed at that time, and it was like all the girls slept together in the king size bed, and all the guys slept in the living room, and really hoped something was going on in the king size bed that obviously yeah, damn was. right yeah <laughs> i'm and, surprised you guys got any sleep at all no, we were, any, we, any no. noise at all, like was that it what nope. are they doing was that it did they start i think i think it was like maybe 10 minutes into it when they're just like go to sleep we're tired <laughs> brown, you know? chicken, like, brown cow so <clears throat> i do recall the one new Year's celebration we actually had at the apartment once we had both floors so it was kind of the house it started off pretty lame, where we were playing Axis and Allies and drinking heavily. And, and I don't know. Like, I don't know if you remember that across the way uh, there was the big. I don't know if it was an industrial building, but it was partially under construction in those years. Oh yeah, like right right over the train tracks. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. directly across from the apartment. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I recall right around midnight. Three or four of us, myself included, wandered out into the middle of the street, facing the construction with beers in hand, pissing in the street, and throwing the empty bottles at the construction site. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Happy New Year. And now that's a I tradition. I, a <laughs> I, th- I think you threw the first bottle, Josh, and I was like, so that's where those go. And I just threw mine. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh. Yep. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't recall that. Well, I know it because it wasn't there. Yeah, I yeah, don't you think were, Mike I think was you there. were in Georgia at the time, and I think I, I think Joel stayed in the doors. It was you, me, and Matt, I think. I know Matt Brown was there, yeah. Yeah, I think it was you, me, and Matt in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, we did. I a, could see Matt doing that. Yeah. I'm not sure what we did for, for New Year's Eve on Yeah, because Matt went inside to get us more beers. That sounds right. I think that's, Jay that's was there, right. too. Uh, Jay stayed on the porch. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think Jay came out and peed in the street, but I, I'm pretty sure he was there for that yeah. party. He peed off the porch instead. Yay. Which was the thing. So I guess we're into the favorite story section now. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Some, I know we had the the one party in the apartment in where Susie and I lived where we thought about going up on the roof to go watch the firework, but then we realized that it was full of ice and we would probably fall off. Um, I don't know. I, I You know what? Up until, I mean, New Year's Eve has never been a big thing for me. It's always been the New Year's Day had the big party. Sure. Well, and thinking about it, yeah. like in college, until we got to the apartment, uh, most of us were still on break. I, I recall there was one time Joel came back from break early and uh, I hung out at my house for a few days. Yeah. For oh, yeah. We watched yeah, a shitload of Monty college, Python. Yeah, most of us weren't on, on, you know, out on campus. during Right. The- yeah. So you guys got any favorite stories that you remember? I mean, I've already ponied up mine of my mom catching on fire again, so. 
<laughs> Several times. Um, it was, peeing in the street. Uh, okay, the, the standard thing that happened in my neighborhood when we were growing up is if there was a, like a party time, like an adult thing going on or whatever, you know, they would have it at one house and then all the kids of the neighborhood would gather at another house and just kind of like watch each other and, you know, it was like a, your own <laughs> little party. We had our own little party in our own house while they were having their party in their house. They're like, as long as we don't kill each other or break anything, whatever. I just, I just when you said watching each other, this room full of kids just sort of staring at each other. <laughs> First so the, one to look away loses and is eaten by the rest <laughs> you know the oldest kids were always put in charge and stuff but like there was one time where um my sister was in charge of us and it was like and she went into the back room with some of her friends and they were hanging out and i was sitting in the front room with like three of my you know kid my friends and we were all like probably eight years old nine years old whatever i don't remember how old we were and we were trying to watch the scrambled porn on on the tv <laughs> Remember back in the day how you had the, the cable box that had the dial on it? Oh, yeah, and you had to shake oh, your yeah. head. Yes. Yeah, and, and if you hit the one stations that you didn't had to subscribe to, it would be all wavy and you know, but like if you could, you know, if you could find the adult station, you could maybe every now and then see a nipple. So That's like we're sitting there like then. trying to find the right station and everything, and I finally find it, and we're all like staring at it, trying to watch porn. And my dad comes walking in the front door because this was our house. <laughs> and my dad comes walking in the front door, so I just grab the dial, and just boom, just spin it real quick. <laughs> And we end up, and it ends up on the Weather Channel. <laughs> so I'm supposed to convince my dad, no, we're just sitting here watching the Weather Channel, Dad. <laughs> Big storm front coming. Yeah. So for for all my life, it was always like, oh, you're watching the Weather Channel again? Shut up, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's code. Uh, there were there were a couple times where I would my mom and dad would go to a party and they dropped us off at my grandma and grandpa's house down in Chicago. Like right on, right on Ashland Avenue, and the big celebration was, you know, we got we would stay up all night because Grandma would let us, and we would watch Benny Hill. But at midnight, we weren't allowed to go nice. near the windows because the neighborhood we were in was extremely enthusiastic about it, and that's when they would start shooting the guns in the air. Yikes! And this is this is back in the early like late seventies, early eighties too. So it was like, hey, Happy New Year, everybody, get down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much dangerous so. you tap the old guy in the head i love we benny hill man that was that was the best thing going to grandma's house watching benny hill because then you knew you got boobies and grandma didn't care right didn't have to fake her out with the weather channel no not at all she was like yeah whatever you'll see him eventually all right. Are we ready for She's a break, gentlemen? Are you... like, see, here they are. There you go. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> L- lift them just oh, a little no. bit. Holy shit. Why did you go there? <laughs> oh, my God. Patrick. What, your grandma didn't do that? Yeah, we need a break. <laughs> we definitely need a break. <laughs> <laughs> lift her skirt a little. Show her. Oh, God. Show the boobs. I'm, I'm, don't guarantee I'm coming back sober. <laughs> As long as you're coming back, period. Yeah, we'll come back. I'm just not saying I'm not going to be slurring my words. <laughs> All right, break. Break. Now. All right. New Year's Eve is rocking. Walk like an Egyptian. With the Bengals, Smokey Robinson, the Commodores, Miami Sound Machine. And more. In Hollywood, Mark Lynn Baker and Tracy Scoggins team up with Dick Clark live from Times Square on New Year's Rockin' Eve. Wednesday. Hello, we're back. And, uh... Talking about New Year's nowadays. No longer talking about grandmothers. Grandmothers is off the list and things to be talking about. <laughs> I don't know how what New Year's went. Can we talk about that? No. There goes my second half. <laughs> all grandma, all the time. I don't want to see grandma's hoo-ha. <laughs> Shut up and keep digging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Are we going to... What? Whoa. Don't ask for explanation. 
Okay, so we've established that for most of us, our parents weren't all that huge on doing a New Year's party, with the possible exception of Patrick, I think. What about right. you guys who have kids? Uh, are you the same sort of parents as your parents were? Uh, well, no, because like Joel is bringing his family over for New Year's this year, just like we did last year. Have you ever lit yourself on fire, though, Mike? I think that's what he's asking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it won't questions. happen, but it hasn't happened yet. I guarantee nothing. Yeah, now that you got a fire pit, it's definitely up for Oh, yeah. 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 Now that there's a place to actually put fire between the fire pit and the fireplace, all bets are off. Reset. <laughs> so you're going to get the cashmere jumpsuit on. and hmm <laughs> I got the cash. I got the <laughs> cashmere union the suit. <laughs> no way this can go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a jumpsuit. I can't miss. <laughs> so... But no, we um we've had a New Year stuff just about every year since we've been in the house. Uh, we had one party where um, Joel, were you out there? And we had even had like Tiny was out here and uh, uh, Bugsy and Jay and Amanda. We had a bunch of people over here one year, and we watched uh, Telemundo for the uh, TV um, countdown. We didn't know what the hell was going on, but they were having no, a good I time. No, I missed that one. That was great. Oh, no, no, that's awesome. That was a great time. That was the first time that Katie met Tiny, and. Uh, it was like, you know, she she walked into the kitchen, Tiny came in, like, hey, Katie? And she was maybe four. Like, Katie, this is Tiny. <laughs> this no, he's is, not. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what it is. No, he's not. <laughs> he's just like, great fucking kid you got there, Mike. Glad I came. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, I mean, we, uh, we try to do something every year. You know, whether it's just, you know, like us staying up all night. I mean, like traditional family thing and couple, you know, now that they're older. You know, they can handle staying up. We had the one party where we had uh, Mark was over with his family, Mark McCooey. And um, Katie had had enough. They, she oh, the was, Hawaiian guy? Yeah, the big Simone dude. Um, but Katie had had enough. She was like, you know, we were having a great time downstairs and Katie got tired. And she was playing with Mark's little girl upstairs. And she just decided, I'm tired, going to bed. So she got in bed, like gave Mark's daughter a pillow. There you go. We're tired. We're going to go to sleep. And then turned off the lights and went to sleep. And later on, we're like, where are the kids? And we go up there, and Katie is asleep, and the lights are off. And we, then we discovered that Mark's kid had a nightlight and was, like, laying there terrified of the dark, <laughs> but didn't want to oh, say no. anything. <laughs> so she was just, like, you walked in there, her eyes are, like, these huge dish, you know, like, dish plate size. It's like, something's going to eat me! You know, it's that sort of thing. <laughs> and Katie's out. But, yeah, we and we've had a couple times where we've, you know, you know, passed them off on my mom and dad and let Grandma and Grandpa do the New Year's thing. And uh, a couple years ago, we went downtown Naperville to... uh uh, the blue neighbor fest. Nah, not fest. Uh, some, some club downtown was like Frankie's blue room. We're like, Oh, Frankie's blue room. That sounds great. You know, it's going to have this old classic music playing. Nope. Terrible. It's actually just a blue room with yeah. a duck sitting in the middle. Pretty much. So, but that was terrible. Cause we went to this, you know, we went there and we're like, Oh, expecting it to be like an old school, you know, like blues or, you know, Sinatra type stuff, you know, Frankie's blue room type thing. A lounge. A lounge. Yeah. A lounge style. But no, it was like this whole club. Dive. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was the, you know, all the Napervillian spawn running around there. Said it was like the hit, the hits of Roxy music all night. What? Roxy music? They had a they had a Roxy music yeah. cover band. That's it's, the thing, right? I don't know where he's going. You no idea. New movie. Year's? Yeah. Moving on. All right. What the hell do you need a sheet rock up for? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Joel? Um, I've always celebrated it, but kind of the same way that I did when I was a kid. You know, a little bit of hors d'oeuvres, stay up till midnight, 
ring in the new year, open the door and then, you know, hang out for a little bit and then go to bed. And with the kids, you know, it used to be put in bed and, and didn't have to worry about it. Or if you went to somebody's house, you'd bring a, a pack and play or a whatever so they could go to sleep that way. Well, nowadays it's like Isaiah could care less. So he always wants to go to bed early. Juliana takes it on as a challenge that she's going to stay up till midnight. <coughs> and so any more, any more, it's her and I till midnight um, until we started going to Mike and Susie's now every year. Uh too that it was her and I always it was a challenge you know who's going to stay up because everybody else went to bed even the dog went to sleep it was just me and her and I remember one year she was starting to doze off and I'm like I'm like do you need to go to bed and she's like no I want to stay up till midnight and I'm like well you're falling asleep she's like well what can I do to stay awake I said I, I don't know I said maybe you should eat something so I went and grabbed her a bowl of I grabbed her a bowl of potato chips and so for the entire rest of the year until the next year, she kept insisting that the potato chips is what kept her awake. And so she had to have potato chips next year <laughs> to keep herself up till midnight. Um, nope. But now, you know, it's, it's her and I, no matter what. And at Mike and Susie's, of course, it's everybody stays up because it's a big party. Well, yeah. But, and plus, there's a massive so yeah, Nerf gun fight going on in the house all evening, too. So that's even better. Right. We're playing a game in, in the kitchen and all the kids are running around shooting each other with Nerf guns. Yeah. Though this year, man, karaoke. Oh. oh boy! Yeah, I found out there's a there's a karaoke app on uh, Xbox on the 360, huh. and it's you know normally you can get a karaoke you don't like use it. I'll Skype in. For yeah, Skype in for the karaoke, the karaoke. <laughs> but it's like you can um you can rent it. It's like it's like ten bucks and you rent it for twelve hours, and then you get this full like huge variety of different songs, and you just plug in the microphones into the Xbox and you can sing off of that. Nice. Yeah, pretty fun. So get ready, Joel. Warm up the pipe. Pipes, the like yeah, just, uh, no, one, pipe? one pipe. No, nah, not you, Patrick. Warm up the. You can only you can only handle one pipe from Josh. Just like you can only handle one. Whoa! Pipe. <laughs> what does Josh have to do with it? I don't know. I'm just talking I'm, here. I don't. Know. I'm laying pipe. It's a New Year's <laughs> tradition. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what you need. Oh, wow, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, karaoke, huh? I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to do some warming up. I'm gonna be singing all week. Cool. In, in the car, I'm going to be driving to work and be like, it's not unusual to have, you know. I tried to do that, but I take the train. <laughs> and people are like, shut up. But I was in Godspell. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. Uh, for my part. <laughs> yeah, Josh, please, please bring up something else. Yes, yeah, so, moving on. <laughs> uh, most of the years post-college, uh, I have had a specific New Year's tradition. Uh, we haven't always been the host, but uh, I want to say started about two, three years after college, started doing the how to host a murder parties. Oh, nice. And we've gone through most of the original how to host a murder. There must have been, I don't know, two dozen of them over the last few years and we're getting into the fact that they're not making them anymore we're having to go to like side companies the last i want to say probably 10 years most of the time we've been the host because the group that does the murder mystery parties has this confluence of like pet allergies and food allergies and whatnot and since we don't have a cat or a dog our place is the safest and it's always a uh challenge to make sure that we can have a meal that is thematically appropriate to whatever the murder of the year is like uh, one of them might be 1920s one of them might be 1950s or whatever was it uh, was it new year's when we did the 1980s one yes that okay. was uh that was the one time we opened it up and made it wildly experimental where we had a bunch of people who didn't have specific characters in the uh murder mystery it was the largest <laughs> 
of the murder mystery parties. <laughs> but we had people hanging out who were interested in the murder, but weren't one of the suspects. Some people who just wanted to hang out and drink. And as a result, the murder was not solved that year. <laughs> I could like, by the end, there were, like, there were like four people who still cared on the couch. Just, okay, let's just bang out these clues and see if we could figure out who did it. I remember that because I was supposed to be playing like a, a lawyer that was totally bankrupt that year. Oh, yeah, you actually were a character. Yeah, in the game. Colonel never, Mustard in the library, gagged with a spoon. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> you're not familiar with yeah, how, they, how they work, basically everyone has a character dossier, which tells you who your character is, some costume suggestions, and like what your background. Most of the How to Host a Murders, they are wild sort of pun sort of characters. You'll have some shtick that you'll be overplaying. One year we did like a spy themed murder mystery and uh, I was a combination of odd job and Blofeld. Um, and I what had like, <laughs> I had like the bowler hat and a cat and a monocle. But the thing was he threw the cat. <laughs> I, I, I think my character's name was felt odd. And it was revealed later that I actually had uh, that I was a clone of two classic Bond villains. And I had another twin who was the other half who had a more unfortunate name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your name again? A felt odd combination of oh Blofeld and odd job. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Uh, but uh, through basically each course of the meal or however you decide to structure the party Everyone has a bunch of information that they must get out to uh, the group, uh, clues that they know from whatever. And uh, they have information that they are trying to deflect or try to conceal, but you're not allowed to lie. And as you get further uh, throughout the rounds, someone depends on how the game goes, whether the murderer actually knows that they're guilty in the last round or whether they don't. And the person who's playing the murderer even has to guess after the final round. They are very uh, varied, I'd say, in terms of difficulty. We're probably at about a 50 percent. We figure it out or don't throughout the years. So those have always been a lot of fun. And for that group, that's also kind of our Christmas. Like after we do the after we figure out the murder, we watch uh, the countdown, have our drinks, and then we usually exchange Christmas gifts. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that's been a tradition for got to be going on 15, 18 years now. Wow. And we will be hosting that this uh, year. It is, I want to say, like old timey, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory era. Because I know that we are uh, basically meeting the CEO of a chocolate company. And I'm playing an old timey boxer named uh, Mike Bison. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I, I know my costume suggestions uh, have like period appropriate like boxer sort of clothing. I'm going to have a black eye and a big handlebar mustache, which I've been growing out for the last few months. Nice. So that'll be fun. Three years? Wait, what? You Skyped out. Did you say years? Yes. No, I, I've been oh. growing out the mustache for the last uh, couple of months. Mm-hmm. Like so yeah, I will have that waxed up and I'm certain we'll do pictures on Facebook or whatever and I'll make sure they get onto the 40 going on 14 site as well. Very cool. I've never been. I've never taken part in one of those murder mystery things. Well, we got to get you up here next year, and we got to do something. I went yes. on a cruise ship once that did a murder mystery thing, but I, I, I wasn't you know, a dinner party type of thing. But I wasn't involved in it. No. What's your? You New didn't Year's murder ship? anybody. Hmm? I did, but it had nothing to do with the production. <laughs> it was kind so, of like a side every, thing. Every time I'm on a boat, you know, somebody's getting thrown over. 
just because. Note to self, don't go on a boat with Pat. All right. You, you should have had that written, on a boat. Yeah, should have had that written down a long time ago. So what so about, about you, Pat? you, Pat? Ah, Patrick. Yes. Um, well, actually, for many, many years, um, I was always working on New Year's Eve because I worked for a catering company. So um, oh. don't really have a whole lot of fun stories for myself. But like, I went to a whole lot of p- fun parties and bar- you know, bartended or served or whatever at those. Like anything from like you know, uh, politicians all the way you know down to uh, swingers parties and stuff. So all kinds of stuff I've catered. But he has so. no stories or anything like that. Oh, I got plenty. <laughs> I got plenty of those. <laughs> but they're not appropriate for this show. <laughs> Do you have any appropriate stories? Um, in general, it was a key party. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, um, I, I don't really, I don't really like celebrate New Year's myself as an adult much anymore. I just kind of do anything, but I'm going to New Orleans for the first time this year or or for for the first time to spend New Year's in New Orleans. I've been to New Orleans before, but I'm going to spend New Year's in New Orleans. So that should be a lot of fun. Do you guys, it hasn't been mentioned yet, but we did have one New Year's. Didn't we have a, um, wasn't, didn't we have one in the house? We, we had several about that. in the house. Oh, we did talk about that. No, I was thinking yeah, about did. Feminista for some reason. Uh, one of those, but that wouldn't make any sense. But we so. lived in the house for what three years, so I mean, we had at least two. There. What yeah. was the what was the Rumpelman's chocolate hot chocolate? Was that news? Uh, oh. No, that story came from just a random night where we all decided to get together. We decided to invite <laughs> all the guys from the dorm floor over to the apartment. No, that was at Joel and Amy. That was at Joel and Amy's place. Rumpelman's no, samurai box. certainly was not. <laughs> Well, no, no, not no. Rumpelmint Samurai. Rumpelmint Hot Chocolate. We were playing oh, the game. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is where Mind all the guys... Was that what it's called? Yeah, we started playing Mind Trap. We discovered that Amanda gets smarter the more drunk she gets. And was that New Year's though? No, I don't think it, it was... Just, it might have... I don't think it was a New Year's because I remember I, tuned, I turned up for that. Yeah, that was also where we were trying to play uh, PlayStation on your computer, on your TV, but the screen kept jumping. <laughs> so instead of trying to fix it, we all sat there bouncing our heads up and down trying to play Tekken. And then the girls grabbed a bottle of Rumpelmints and hot chocolate? Yeah, hot chocolate. And then the next morning, we're all discussing in what different condition all the uh, SOs were. Yeah, they disappeared, disappeared into the bedroom and yeah. drank Rumpelmints and hot chocolate and got really hammered. Hmm. I don't uh, what do you guys do when it comes time for the countdown? Like, is there anything in particular? Champagne? Do you turn on the TV? Well, with the kids, you've got we've got the champagne or some sort of sparkler for the adults, and then we have the uh, non-alcoholic sparkling grape juice for the kids. Uh, though now, um, Trader Joe's actually sells a non-alcoholic sparkler that's made with Chardonnay grapes, so it actually tastes good, hmm. which is pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, there's been a couple of years where we've been so involved in a game or something that we've playing that we're like, oh crap, it's twelve fifteen. Yeah, I, I, that happened when we uh, when I was living there. Yeah, because you, me, and Susie were playing. I think uh, Doctor Lucky. Yeah, we were playing board and we, games. And we looked at, we we're like, oh, it's twelve yeah. fifteen. Oh, happy, happy New, New Year. Year. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, not a doctor I want to go see. And then Suzanne's chair. <laughs> Susie we were... was upset because I kissed you first. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, uh, I uh, my murder mystery party had just fallen through because we had just moved in here and weren't prepared to host. And I ended up uh, joining Joel and Mike. Yeah, we had pictures on our webpage for it. Yeah, and uh, we ended up uh, doing some Doctor Lucky. I, I do think we ended up. Uh, uh, doing the countdown though. Yeah, we did the countdown, and we played Doctor Lucky and the Resistance. Yeah, that game's great. And we drank whiskey. Yeah, we did drink whiskey. There was whiskey. Note to self: get whiskey. And a Fez <laughs> and a uh, Sonic Screwdriver were involved. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy the difference this year since uh, we we've been here a year now, but this will be the first time in the new place that we are hosting. 
uh, as we're preparing to clean for the New Year's party, there's a different level of cleaning, like from being just like day to day to having a few people over to play D&D to New Year's. Like New Year's is a whole nother level of cleaning because we're going to have a larger group here. There are boxes that pretty much have sat in their place for an entire year because that's where the movers left them. And we're just like, eh, they're kind of out of the way. We don't use that very often. That in the last three or four days, my wife and I have just been like, this this place is going to look totally different from the way it's looked the last year we've been here just because we're preparing for the celebration. Yeah. Instant end table. Yeah, that's pretty much how some of them have been. It's like, oh, look, that's a box of board games we haven't played in four years but are unwilling to throw out. Uh, Yeah, put a sheet on it. Now it's a table. (laughs) Yeah, since being gone for Christmas, now we got home and I'm like, yeah, we got two days to get this place looking acceptable. And we immediately started drinking. (laughs) Do you have do you guys now have any like specific like Josh, you said you have like dietary things that you need to take care of for the party there. But is there a specific food that you need to have every year? Mm, lemur <laughs> Joel dies if he doesn't get his New Year's lemur <laughs> He's like, I gotta go to Africa, honey I'll be back in two weeks <laughs> I wonder if there's a place around here you can get fresh lemur meat Fresh lemur meat Oh man, that was funny but No, there isn't though I mean, it'd be nice if um, One year I'd like to get like a, a package of Carl Buttig meat and uh and some and cream cheese and make the little things that I had when I was a kid because I haven't had them in a long time and I know it's a stupid thing that I could go do any day of the week. Yeah, I, but... I just like I said, I just had some and it's just as delicious as you remember. I don't understand the mixture of lunch meat and dairy products. It's so good though. It's just it's so good in your face, yeah. man. See, put a little dill in it or <clears throat> put a little seasoning in it, whatever you want, any kind of yeah, it's oh so good. See, I'm I'm a big fan of the the meatballs, the party meatballs, little bitty meatballs with grape jelly, hot little bit of hot sauce mm-hmm. and barbecue sauce in there, and you get that little stew thing going. That's that's what I like. Yes, I agree. A stew going. I, I had heard of the grape jelly thing, but uh, only a couple of years ago. But like, I don't know. The, the time I first heard it, I, I thought that was crazy. Like why you would do grape jelly with meatballs. Yeah, my father was the first one that introduced me to that. Yeah, that's delicious. It's and good. Do you ever, guys ever get that ridiculously huge shrimp thing from the store? Uh, oh, the big uh, shrimp cocktail ring? Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, by the way, shrimp. I forgot to mention this. But uh, the other night, I was uh, hungry, bored, and in the kitchen, and I came across a jar of uh, dill pickles, bread, and peanut butter, and something happened. And you had a peanut butter Miracle Whip sandwich. No, I didn't have any Miracle Whip because that would be disgusting. So I made a peanut butter pickle sandwich, though. (laughs) (laughs) None of us us will even try it. We're like, no, just not even going to try it. I can't get my wife to try it either. So Mike's... Mike's New Year's Eve, I'll have, we'll make sandwiches and we'll all try them at midnight. Um, and vomiting ensued. No, yeah, so sure I made it. peanut butter and mayonnaise at the house, Mike. Yeah, I'll make sure we do that. I, uh, <laughs> I, I think if it was a little bit, if I would have had a, a more dill pickle or something that had a little more like snap to it, like a, some garlic mixed in or something, I don't know. It might have been better. It wasn't bad. It, it didn't, wasn't a bad combination, but. I meant, I meant to mention it. Now we're talking about food, so there you go. This this year at uh, Christmas, the in-laws made um, fresh firecracker shrimp. Ooh. Yeah. Yum. And, well, they had that. And they made, they didn't, of course, there were, cause there were 15 people there. They had uh, made, like, a big, two big trays of it, and they, they had that butter sauce with the hot, with the spicy sauce in the bottom. They had a bunch of um, sourdough bread. That I was just spent the night just dipping it in the, in the gravy and eating that. <laughs> don't, don't talk eating. Don't yeah. talk. 
No speaking. I have food, but uh, because we've got the chocolate theme for the party this year, uh, Sarah and I plan on picking up a uh, fondue fountain and gonna do a chocolate fondue fountain after uh, dinner. Have like I don't know, uh, sponge cake, marshmallows, strawberries, that sort of thing. That's always good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> See, that's yeah. always that's always my fallback for because um, Suzanne can't do dairy, so we do the uh, angel food cake with strawberries and. Uh, like they, there's a dark chocolate uh, sauce that you can get at um, at TJ's that has no dairy in it. So just warm that up, and we pour that all over, and that's good. But uh, yeah, no, that's. Are you passing any traditions on to the kids? You gonna make them eat and eat the uh, herring? Because I know that's dying at this generation in this house. I I've never had it myself. I don't think so. Oh wait, did your oh wait did your grandma have us eat someone near? I think she did. Well, it wasn't last year. No, but. <laughs> Yeah, it seems yeah. like yeah. At one point or another, if you were at my house for New Year's, she probably came out and forced you to eat that because it was it's a huge thing for her. It was just like, look, if you, I mean, they were really like mad if you didn't eat it to the point where there was, was this? the pickled that? herring, the, the pickled, pickled herring, herring, which I, I you know you don't want to offend she grandma. Never made me eat it. Okay. She loved like, you, pal. she's probably smart. Yeah, exactly. She's like, ah, he's got money. That's why he's living here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um. But no, I mean, there was one time, <laughs> one time we were going, that one year we were going out where my grandmother actually came over to us before we lived, and she like had two pieces of pickled herring in a Ziploc bag. And she's like, here, you take that with you to eat one. I'm like, all right, grandma, I'm on it. I'm just like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got to get your herring on the go. Got to get, got to get the herring on the New Year's. Otherwise, you know, you, I guess on the second, you, you, everything goes broke. I don't know. That's what I've been doing wrong. All of a sudden it's. Trading places all over again. All right. <laughs> I don't remember that. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know where you're going on that. So, hey. All right, gentlemen. So, what do we have on tap for next week? Next week, we've got TMNT, the movies. Nice. Yeah, because the, uh, the remake, the 2014 remake, just came out like last week or this week, recently. Yeah, on video, yeah. Yeah, it came out on DVD. And um, the we're going to pair up that with the 2014 versus the original classic. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. So uh, that's what uh, is on tap for next week. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I've it's been a long time since I went to the theater to see the new one. I haven't uh, seen the old one in a long time. Yeah, and through the, the months of doing the show, we've hit a lot of the major highlights in pop culture. We've done G.I. Joe. We've done Transformers. Uh, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a big enough topic that we'll probably eventually even have to revisit it. But we want to start by looking at the movies coinciding with the release on DVD. Yeah, so that'll be fun. There's so many different versions. There's been a more than one version of the cartoon that's come out in the last, even just even the last 10 years. So... We want to take that and the merchandise and the comic and the before they became all uh, cartoonified. You know, I don't know how many of us actually started re- started reading the original Eastman and Laird black and white TMNT. Joel raises his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and as so, I mentioned to you guys before, I have not seen, read, watched anything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ever. So it'll be fresh to you and you will hate it. Patrick is a turtle virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so prepare Patrick, for my hatred. Uh, if you'd like to hear about how Patrick hates other pop culture phenomena, you can always check out our old shows on iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, other fine podcasting directories. Yeah, and uh, the other place you can get in touch with us. If you have an idea or would like to uh, let us know what you'd like us to cover or just a comment, call us at 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. 
All right. So uh, we wrap up another year of doing 40 going on 14. Yeah. Happy New Year's, guys. Yeah. From uh, from us to you, hope you've had a good year and uh, looking forward to a great 2015. Happy New Year. And sports. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, guys. Good night. You are now leading the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. Make sure we're recording. I'm Joseph Aboot. I'd like to introduce you <laughs> the to the fuck? Joseph Aboot. <laughs> That's not even close to the right.